This is part two of our two-part series, all about living in alignment. Part one focused on harnessing our energy. We looked at Reiki and and the healing practice of, of Reiki energy. And now part two is taking a look at this extremely fascinating school of theory called human design. Ali Payetta is back and, and here to, to join us and just shed so much light and, and insightful information. She helped us with part one of the series as well. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I definitely recommend that after this, you go back or heck pause this one now, listen to part one, and now then come back to part two. But Ali is a certified human design reader. She's also an experienced and very successful photographer and artistic storyteller, a yoga instructor, a certified Reiki practitioner and cacao facilitator. Ali is really passionate about human connection. And that has led her into all of these different pursuits and avenues to help herself in her journey, but also to help those around her and help others on their path to finding better balance and living more intentional lives in better alignment. This episode is all about becoming more aware of the energy that we all have, the energy that's all around us, the energy of those we love and those that we are working with and how we can use this to better ourselves and better our experiences. So I cannot wait to share this with you. Let's just dive right in. Welcome to the Juggle is Real podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Gonko. I'm a career-driven mom of three boys who went from burnout to finding balance, and I am on a mission to help other parents enjoy the juggle of work, family, and everything in between with a little less stress and a lot more ease, joy, and fun. What do you think? Are you with me? Let's get started. Welcome back, Allie. I'm so excited to get into this discussion. I don't even have time to like do like the, how are you doing or anything like that? I just want to get right into it. Well, actually, okay. How are you, how are you doing? I do want to know. Doing really well, doing really well. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, we're in part two of this two-part series that has been focusing on living in alignment and part one, we looked at harnessing our energy. You provided such beautiful insights when it came to Um, tapping in and harnessing our energy through Reiki healing, explaining your journey, looking at some examples of, of people that you have helped and healed and, uh, you know, assisted in their journeys to living in better alignment. And today's episode, we're looking at human design. And this is such a fascinating topic in school of theory for me. So within this episode, I want to look at you know, how we can balance our personal, our professional and our parenting time, something that, you know, many of us are juggling a lot and, and, you know, we all have very full plates. So let's talk about human design. Thanks to you. And we were, we were just saying like, when did you actually tell me about human design? Because I just remember like my mind being blown when you explained (laughs) what this was. And, you know, we kind of looked into, um, learning more about our energy profiles and all this stuff. I was just like, I thought it was the coolest thing. And Mm -hmm. I also have really been looking at it as a way to harness my energy better and, and lead a more fulfilling life that's in better alignment. So for the listeners who have never heard of it, or for those who have heard of it, but maybe aren't quite sure, 
what is human design? Yeah. So human design, I was the same as you. I didn't even really know what human design was until a couple of years ago. And a really good friend of mine, one of my best friends introduced human design to me. And I was just like instantly fascinated and deeply resonated with this practice. So they call it the human design experiment because what it is meant to do is to give you tools and guidance to bring into effect into your own life, to bring into practice in your own life and really see how this works for you. So it is a practice of learning your conscious and your unconscious mind, body, and soul to help you live in alignment to your true self and your life purpose and how to exchange energy with the world around you. Um, The most important part of human design is really the act of deconditioning, deconditioning our minds of what we've been conditioned to believe, the structures we've been conditioned to believe so that we can align with our soul purpose. We can allow energy to flow more easily throughout our body because human design is all about energy. Um, Really, it's a practice of both an ancient and modern sciences and how it kind of is, how to think about it is like a map of yourself that tells you how unique you are to help you better understand yourself and others, the world around you. It's become a really incredible tool to um, allow for a deeper human understanding and a really useful tool to help you become, you know, your most aligned self, to be a better partner, understand our partners better um, in our business, our professional life, you know, how best we might operate as a business owner or an employee. Um, And especially also with parenting, it's a really beautiful tool to be able to better understand your children and what they might experience or grow into and how to also help them with their energy and harness their energy. And it's been incredibly useful for me, I found um, in my decision making, helping me realize my triggers. There's definitely times you have ego checks learning about your human design of understanding a deeper part of yourself. Um, it's really helped me understand parts when I've come into really challenging or stressful situations to be able to center myself and understand maybe why things are happening and how I should best deal with it. So I'm really excited to talk about this as well, because I, I really do believe it's such an incredible tool for so many people that they can incorporate into their everyday lives. So cool. It is. It really is so cool. And I mean, for ourselves to learn more about ourselves and, and and feel better perhaps knowing like, okay, this is why sometimes maybe I'm not interested in something, or this is the feeling I get. And now I can, I understand more about why I feel a certain way, or when I, you know, I'm, I'm really engaged in something, what, what's going on with me. But more than that, I I've learned, you know, more about my spouse through human design. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like you said, with parenting, understanding our children in these ways can really be helpful. And I want to dive into more about exactly how you learn this and, and how you figure out what, you know, your, your energy type is and, and how you can go about doing this because you are a human design reader. So you are the expert when it comes to all this, but before we get into that, I want to just touch upon something that you've been mentioning a lot with this karmic cycle. I would love Mm -hmm. to know more about this. And if you could just explain a little bit how our energy is being affected right now through this karmic cycle and, you know, how it might be affecting our lives and how that kind of ties in with human design. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's really fascinating too, because this is a a part of human design training that I have found the most interesting. And I've been able to relate it back to Reiki training um, because of my Reiki certification. When we were talking about Reiki on the last podcast, 
Um, I'm a certified Holy Fire Reiki healer and Holy Fire Reiki is actually a new, um, a new development of Reiki because the consciousness of the world has risen. We are rising. We're at a different level of empathy. We're at a different level of consciousness. So Reiki has also come to a point to be a different level of consciousness. And I thought it was so fascinating learning about that. So fascinating to then transition into human design and also learn so much about these karmic cycles. So we're in a, a karmic cycle right now that is ending in 2027. And the karmic cycle we've been in is about this collective energy. And what's so fascinating learning about human design, which we'll, we'll get into, is the energy centers. We actually developed a new energy center in 1781 to be more empathetic people. We developed our solar plexus energy center. The energy centers to the chakras are different. Um, you have chakras and energy centers in um, human design. So our solar plexus energy center actually developed in 1781, which was after the discovery of Uranus. And that's also when we had a new human design that was that came into effect as well, which is called a projector. But basically, we grew an energy center to be more empathetic people to feel ourselves and to feel each other and the world around us. So since that time, we've really been in this state of creating and connecting. Before then, we were in a cycle of uh, surviving. We were learning how to survive, take care of ourselves, forage, hunt, survive disease, build shelter. Um, but then we transitioned into this cycle of being able to connect to one another and building communities, taking care of ourselves, our communities, understanding one another and building essentially the world that we are in now. But the interesting part is, is this karmic cycle that we're coming into is now more about the individual and our sovereign beings, but how important that is in the collective. So understanding that, you know, our healing and who we are and understanding ourselves helps us understand the world around us, because what we're seeing is a fall of structure. We're seeing a shift in society. Our structures are changing. Our structures are falling because we're coming into a new karmic cycle of connecting differently and building differently. And I just think it's so fascinating to be able to discover that in two different, you know, schools of thought and two different practices between Reiki and human design that what we're seeing is a rise of consciousness and we're seeing a beautiful shift in this, in this world to different ways of living and being. So that's the karmic cycle that we're, we're coming into, into 2027, which is to really know ourselves and how we can better know ourselves to show up for those around us. So fascinating. And you touch upon so many incredible things and it had me thinking more deeply about these practices of self-care that I am often discussing and describing. And it really does come back to understanding and loving ourselves really mm -hmm. deeply so that we can be part of the collective so that we can have our place within society in a way that's, you know, we are shining in our best light. We are serving those in the best way possible. And so when yes. we are learning about ourselves, when we are learning to find better balance, when we are, you know, practicing these, these elements of harnessing our energy and, and leading with intention and, and finding our, our alignment, then we're better able to do all these things. 
and, exactly. and, and be part of the community that we want to be part of, whether it's, you know, career wise, vocationally with our family, with our friends, you know, finding love, you know, with our, our families, all these different things, mm-hmm. the more that we can know and, and treat ourselves properly, then I think it just, it just blends in so well. So exactly. the, the best part about that, well, I mean, initially the best part for me, because I was like, uh, a YM magazine lover. I had all the issues of like 17 and, and like reading my Zodiac, um, Mm -hmm. little (laughs) blurb and doing quizzes and finding out, you know, what type of this or what type of that I am. That was like totally my jam when I was, you know, grade school and growing up. And that's what I love to do with my friends. So (laughs) when it comes to learning more about your human design profile, it's, it, can be very simple at first because you can go to a link and I will include one in our podcast notes so that everyone listening can go and get that, that brief synopsis, but you type in some information and then you are presented with, um, sort of like the basic and is it called a map? Yeah. It's like a, like a body graph or a body map of basically your being and your energy, which encompasses part of a, of an astrology. You have your, your sun and your gates and you have astrological signs. So it encompasses part of that, but then really is so much more in depth of what human design includes. Yes. So that was really cool. So this, this, it it comes up and it gives you a little bit of information. And then within this map or this graph, you know, we can go so much deeper and there's so much information that's involved within all of these different areas. So of course, you're not going to be able to explain every little tidbit and every detail. And I encourage everyone to learn more about human design, but in this sort of high level discussion, Tell us about, you know, give us maybe a rundown of, you know, the main energy types, how, how this is all put together and, and how we can better figure out yeah. and, and, and read one of these maps once we, once we type it in and get one for ourselves. Yeah, of course. I remember when my friend sent it to me and was like, do this, find out what you are. I did it. And I'm like, what am I looking at? Like, this looks like such an intricate map I've never seen before with all of these highlighted and colored pictures and lines and channels and symbols. Um, but it really is so fascinating. And um, I'm so happy to, to break it down as a summary so that when people do do this, they understand a little bit more about what it is. And I think one of the biggest things talking about human design and talking about deconditioning, one of the things we've been so conditioned to believe is that self-love is selfish, you know, putting time for ourselves, like we've been conditioned to constantly be putting others first and it And it's not that we can't and we don't love to, but we also have to find that balance between being able to care for ourselves, because if we don't care for ourselves or know ourselves, we can't show up for others. So I think that's such a big part of the deconditioning and a beautiful part of human design. Um, So how human design works when you would go in and see this map is you'll see different words and what it breaks down. So the the biggest thing that people will identify with will be their energy type, which is similar to kind of like your astrological sign. It's the, it's what you first identify yourself as what you might most resonate with at the beginning. And what that really is, is your energy type has a, has a specific uh, flow or a pattern or a set of guidance tools to help you flow more easily in your life. 
And um, so there are five different types, energy oh, types. Five. Okay. I thought there, there is. Four. We have a Ooh. we have a new one that has been developed, and I have yet to meet one of these. I'm really excited to do more readings. Um, okay. But what basically, yes. So first, we have our the really thing that's really fascinating with energy types is um, the the coolest part is most of us, most of the world, is one type of energy. And then we kind of have these other energies that have been around for, you know, many, many years, ancient times. And then we have two that have developed uh, in recent years. So your energy type, um, we have manifestors who are the biggest energy type of all energy types. They are about 8% of the population. And these people are, are trailblazers. They're meant to initiate they're meant to be the ones to initiate and lead something so that others can follow and be a part of the journey. And what I found most interesting about human design so far is that because it is an ancient practice, we have, we have these, um, this knowledge and this wisdom of our energy types, but because we have transitioned into a higher level of consciousness, we're really all redefining a lot of these energy types and relating it to where we're at now in the world. So there might be some things that people might read of an older um, human design knowledge um, because with manifestors, what I've learned is that historically manifestors, anyone who's changed the world in either in a positive or negative way has been a manifestor because they are the initiators and the leaders. So what we're all learning is that each of our energy type is carrying almost like an ancestral trauma that we are shedding and redefining into this beautiful, more aligned, empathetic karmic way. Um, so our, our manifestors are really now in the place of wanting to create and trailblaze beyond their own to really focus on what aligns for them. And what manifestors are really here to do is to show us that we can initiate and we'll have the people that will follow us. Manifestors might not always have an energy that everyone aligns with, but they will have that big energy that so many people connect with, and they will be the ones that will be able to initiate something, trailblaze something so that others will follow and help them build. That's so cool. really what that relates to is historically, we had a lot of manifestors that were at the top and majority of as our leaders and our initiators and historically had, you know, some of them had taken advantage of majority of the population. So majority of our population are generators, um, about 80% of the, of the world are generators. And historically, generators had been taken advantage of because generators are, are beings who they generate energy for everyone else. They are the ones who generate the energy for all of us to feel, for all of us to have our energy from, and they create their own energy. So a lot of generators are the people that just keep on going. They can just seem like they have this endless supply of energy to keep up. But what can happen with generators is they can fall into things that they don't feel aligned with because they might have that conditioning and carrying that energy of having to serve, serve, serve. Um, so our generators are at a really beautiful time where 
what we're seeing and what a lot of people are talking about is the great resignation. What we're seeing is a lot of people changing jobs, shifting industry, creating new industry. And what I believe is happening is so many of our generators and the biggest population of our world have had this big shift the last couple of years with everything that's happened and asking questions of like, what makes me happy? What do I love doing? And why am I doing this? Am I living with my alignment? Because the hardest part for generators has been to, it is to basically sit in the in-between and the stillness because generators create that energy and they want to keep that energy going. It's really challenging for a lot of generators to be in an unknown period or to sit still. But really our generators, the best thing that they can do is sit still because when they, when they stay in that state, the universe is going to bring them what they're supposed to have. Because generators are our only design type that are guided by their sacral, which means they are guided by their gut instincts. So really what generators can do and really should be doing at this time, if they are feeling out of alignment, is to sit and see what the universe is bringing them and to really be aware because whatever is making them happy and is giving them those gut feelings is what they should be following. And then that's how we flow into this alignment how generators flow into alignment because when our generators are in alignment and they're happy, they're generating that energy for everyone else. So it's a really beautiful shift to see if so many generators are really finding what's making them happy. They're raising the energy for everyone else. They're raising the energy for manifestors to create, to find the people that they're connected with. Um, So after speaking to the crier here, you're just preaching. (laughs) I am a generator, right? And so you're, you're, this is your, like, this is exactly how I've been feeling over the last little while. And thankfully I have created things like this podcast that really have fueled my energy. And, and, and so I am learning to, you know, tap into what is, what at a gut level is, is really sparking joy for me. So this is so cool. And I should have said this a few minutes ago, but like pause this episode, go to the notes, find out what your (laughs) energy type is, and then come back or re-listen, rewind, you know, and, and then Absolutely. go, it, it might give you a little bit more insight. And then, you know, even like type in your, your partner's info, your ch- children, your friend, oh whatever gosh, it is. Yeah. I've got um, everyone's charts. I'm always going back and forth to see yes. like all my loved ones. It's, it's so fascinating. And it has been such a helpful tool because like you're saying for you resonating as a generator, I'm a manifester. And I remember reading things about manifestors at the beginning. And I was like, Oh, like, is that me? Like there is part of that time where you're like, oh, eco check. But when I learned more about it in this modern setting, uh, I find that I'm resonating so much more deeply of the fact of because the the ancestral trauma that manifestors are shedding is that like there have been people in the past that may have taken advantage or you know there although there's been beautiful manifestors have done beautiful things change as well, but what I've really, that's really allowed me to harness and be like, yes, because the, the, and this is also really helpful of having manifestor children as well. They explain that manifestors, they know, they know what they're here to do and they know what they want to create. Um, so one thing I'll just kind of get to is with each, not only do you learn your energy type in human design, but you're also given these two, I mean, a few other things, but especially these two other parts of your design. That's really helpful to know when you're 
one, how to flow through your life and two, when you're out of alignment. And the third is when you're in alignment. So for manifestors, um, our strategy, so every energy type has a strategy. So for a generator, for you, it's to respond for manifestors, it's to inform. So our job is, you know, and it can be a struggle. And I feel like I struggle with this of the biggest thing with manifestors is to not be people pleasers because we want everyone to be happy. You want everyone to be comfortable because manifestors can have a big energy, but really understanding of not to make your energy small. And that can happen with a lot of manifestor children of feeling like they have to make their energy small or they have to ask permission all of the time to do things. But really what they're supposed to do is to say what they want because they are the, the leaders and the initiators. And all of us with our energy type, not only have a strategy, but we have a not self and our not self is what tells us when we're not in alignment. So for you as a generator, it's, it's frustration. Uh, For me as a manifester, it would be anger and we'll continue on the energy types to go over that. But kind of an example would be like, you know, if I'm not living in alignment and I'm feeling anger, that's my nudge to be like, okay, I have, something's not right here. I need to get back into my alignment. Check in. Yeah check in. And that signature is your sign when you are aligned. So for me, it's peace for manifestors. It's peace. When I'm feeling peaceful, that's when I'm in alignment. Um, same with, with generators. So after we have our manifestors and we have our generators and the biggest part, I want to say this because probably a lot of our listeners will be generators just because of the sheer number of generators we have is for generators, because you are sacral beings guided by your gut. If it's not If it's not an absolute yes, it's a no. If you do not completely want to do something, it's okay to say no and set those boundaries because when generators go to do things that don't bring them joy, the energy that everyone else is getting their energy from is not useful. It's not, it's not what we need. So the best thing that generators can do is to say no and to say yes, what they do really want to do and be, be okay with saying no. How freeing is that? (laughs) I mean, there's some people listening right now that are like, what? Like, (laughs) you're telling me that it's okay to say no. And for people who are manifestors like you, like, say what? Like, I don't have to constantly be checking in to make sure that everyone is happy around me, that it's not my job to, to make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm a huge people pleaser. So just in these two, I feel like there's a lot of people who are like, yep. Okay. Gotcha. Thank you. And, um, you know, join the club, my fellow generators, like this is, this is really, really cool stuff. And, you know, in other episodes of this podcast, we've talked about boundaries. We've talked about setting those limitations, learning more about your energy type can really help you in determining how we go about setting boundaries or how we go about finding what's going to, to bring us the most joy. So this is really cool stuff. So we've covered manifestors a little bit. We've talked a little bit about generators. What would the the third energy type be? So then we go into, um, and it's also really cool. People are listening to this because what they'll resonate with is even before I knew human design and why I loved photography so much, why I I love it so much. And I love it is what I always believed myself to be a project-based person. I would feel I would get these like bursts of energy, but then I would be like, I need to rest. And the coolest thing is learning about manifestors. That's their work cycle is to have when they feel energized, they work, 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 create, create. And then when they feel they've gotten to the point of creating, then they go into a rest period so that they can get the ideas and start again. So not only is your energy type 
helping you with your strategy of how to flow with life, but it's also can help you with work schedules as well and help um, determine how to plan your days or maybe what careers are most aligned for you. So after our manifestors and our generators, we have manifesting generators, which are a balance of both the manifestor and the generator. So as a manifesting generator, you can be more of a manifestor, you can be more of a generator. So that's where the challenge can be with manifesting generators is to find the balance between the two energies. Um, but they are also our other sacral beings because they have that generator side. So our generators and our manifesting generators are our beings that are led by their sacrals and their gut instinct. And generator, manifesting generators are, are also, um, their strategy is to respond, which is to receive information, see how it makes you feel, and then respond to the situation. The trouble that manifesting generators can have sometimes is manifesting energy is big and it's very spontaneous. We know what we want and we just go and do it. So sometimes manifesting generators can be like, I want this, I love this, but then their generator side comes in and then says, oh, now that I've done that and I felt it, I don't know if I want to do that. So what they are really here to teach us is to be nonlinear beings because manifesting generators are not supposed to be structured. Um, and nor manifestors, they really value their freedom. So manifesting generators are here to show us that we don't have to be linear because they have their energy in so many different places. They're interested in so many different things, but they're here to show us that we can do that, that we can have multiple titles, multiple jobs. We can be different people. And society can make them feel like they're maybe chaotic or all over the place or they don't commit to things, but really their design is meant to try all of these things because each time they try is a learning lesson and an opportunity that maybe leads them to what they're supposed to do next. And I found this really useful because my, um, a couple of my, my nephews are manifesting generators. So, and our family members as well, we're discovering our manifesting generators. So it's so cool to be able to understand these parts of ourselves and the people that we love. So when we are talking about life situations and maybe people need advice, you can be like, wow, like, are you feeling like you're two in one way right now? Because like, don't fight that. You can have, you can do multiple things. So that's yes. what our manifesting generators are here to show us, which I think is so cool. That's amazing. And I, 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 I think it's fascinating what you're saying about, you know, learning about the people in your life as well. And, you know, as, as parents, we want to see the best for our children. Um, you know, as friends, we want to see the best for our friends, coworkers, colleagues, Absolutely. you know, employees, you know, the list goes on and on. We want the best for one another. And sometimes what's best for us is really not meant for other people. And I think we're all learning this in one way, shape or form, but in this way, it really can help us in really just understanding it at a deeper level. Like perhaps the structures that we place for ourselves are not going to be helpful for other people or the routines and the practices that provide us with that sense of fulfillment, you know, is not something that's going to help another type of person. And so exactly. even, even for me, you know, with, with my boys, you know, I, I, I like certain things. I like certain routines and I'm learning that, you know, some of them, some of my kids also are happy to do these things, but others need a little bit of a different structure to their day and, yes. and they feel safe in, in a different construct. And so, you know, in, instead of fighting this, instead of forcing it, instead of, you know, really trying to, um, 
put things on other people, learning more about what these energy types are and, and how our family and our friends and the people around us respond, how they feel like they're in, in alignment or not in alignment, seeing those reactions or how people are responding. I think that just is so helpful in how we're, we can be leading, you know, in, in these households in, in our our organizations, et cetera, et cetera. So super, super helpful things. And I mean, not to say we have to go out and figure out every single person that we know (laughs) their their human design. However, if we could all just, I would love to know that I'm a manifesting (laughs) generator, you know, like this is what I need, but it can be helpful. helpful. It can. And I feel like what you said is so true of, of even this has really shifted my perspective of giving people advice because again, like what might work for you or work for, for me and you think could be helpful for someone else might be actually complete opposite to what they really need. So it is so fascinating to be able to understand the people that are in your close circles. I mean, everyone I'm meeting these days, I'm like, I wonder what your human design is. And then they're obviously fascinated. So we talk about it and we do readings, but it really is such an incredibly useful tool to understand your energy and the other components, um, which leads us into talking about partners. Um, my partner is a projector and projectors Ooh, yes. are, this is the yeah. fourth type. Okay. Yes. So this is our fourth manifester type. generator. Then the third type is a manifesting generator. Yeah. Fourth type is a projector. A projector. Yeah. So okay. one of our newest and they, their energy type was developed in 1781 with that karmic cycle, with the discovery of Uranus. So they are, they're very beautiful, interesting people because they can be seen as society, as people who, you know, maybe don't work like the rest of us because so much of the world are generators. Projectors are really the most open to be conditioned to be like a generator, but they're actually the exact opposite. They should only work, you know, two to three hours a day and be spending their time really focusing on and aligning with things that, that just ignite their souls because they are the people in our world that see things very differently. They see things from a perspective that no one else does. They're here to make things more efficient. And that can be on a broad scale, or it could be something that's like incredibly niche and very detailed. And having a partner who's a projector, and now that we know this, we laugh because I've been, and being a manifester is like, you know, we just want to do what we want to do. And Nick being the projector is seeing like, oh, he's seeing all these things that I can do more efficiently, which I think makes us such a wonderful partnership. And, you know, he's been incredible to that for our, our life and our relationship. But sometimes it's little things where I'm like, you know, I want to cook because he always cooks. And I'm like, let me cook a meal tonight. I want to do this for you. But then he's in the kitchen being like, well, you could cut it this way. Or you can like, it might be easier if you do this. And I'd be like, why are you, why are you doing this? But I'm like, no, you know, this is your design. You're, you're, this isn't coming from any other place and like a helpful, intentional place because there are teachers, there are guiders. They're the ones that are seeing us do things being like, Hey, I can help you. I can see how you're doing this and I can help you make it more efficient, which is a really cool, uh, beautiful component about this new energy type that we have. So for this energy type, their strategy is to wait for the invitation. Uh So because if they're in a place where someone isn't open to receiving that teaching, it can come across as maybe being too much or they're not ready. 
Um, but when they get that invitation and it's not necessarily someone being like, I'm inviting you into telling me, it's just their cue of being like, I think this person's interested in what I have to say. Um, that's how they should move forward with their life, waiting for those invitations to share because the people that are really open to their energy is when a projector is they're most aligned and they're helping and they're and they're teaching and they're guiding. And their not self of when they know that they're out of alignment is bitterness because projectors see things in this way that no one else does. And they can see things, they can make it so much more efficient or they can, they feel like they could, it could be more helpful for people or when they see people struggling, it can be really hard for projectors. So I think especially right now in this time, it's been really hard for a lot of projectors because they want to help. They want to make things better. They want to fix, um, but they don't always have those opportunities to. So those are our projectors. And the last energy type, which is the our one that I knew nothing about. Yes. Yes. Okay. So reflectors. Reflectors oh. are 1% of the world. Reflector. And they are okay. very interesting. Very, very interesting. Incredible. When you go on my body graph, if you do your human design, you'll see that you have all these colors and channels. If you're a reflector, what you'll see is a white map. And what that means is that our reflectors have no defined energy types. So they don't have, when you look at your graph and you see colors in your energy, it means that you have a defined, and that's your defined energy center, which means you're more kind of in tune with your feelings. Not that you're not empathetic and you can't feel other people because you can, but you'll be more of aware of your energy first before others. And you have your basis of like, I know my energy, I know my, my principles, my, my boundaries, and you can get back to that place. Our reflectors, there are, they're called non-emotional beings, but it's, they're actually our most emotional beings because all of their energy centers are open, which means they just receive everyone's energy. They can feel people on another level that no one else can. They're so deeply empathetic and so deeply in tune with what's around them that they really can basically chameleon into whatever energy they're with. So the fascinating thing about reflectors is they have the opportunity to seek wisdom, knowledge, growth from so many different people because they feel so deeply and then able to share that in the world in a way that can make us uh, more aware. So for reflectors, um, the biggest thing for them though is that they have to be very aware of their environments and what they're surrounded with. Um, but yeah, there, I haven't met a reflector yet and I hope to meet one because I think it's just so fascinating to be a human that can feel something so deeply and carry such um, a beautiful gift to the world. And I think that's the coolest part about human design is seeing every energy type, how different we are, but how use, how we all work together and have something to bring. And this is the part of knowing our individual to know how we contribute to the collective. Because each of us, you know, our generators saying yes and being that alignment creates that beautiful energy for the world. Manifestors are initiating and giving generators places to be as well. Our projectors come in and say, you know, this could be more efficient. I can help with this here. Our manifesting generators are teaching us so we don't have to go by structures. You know, if you're not a non-being, let's try it this way. And then our reflectors who are so deeply emotional and can feel so many people can be the people that are so aware and able to make us more aware of one another. Beautiful. So those are the breakdown of our, of our energy type. Wow. And I will just say, before we move on, if you um, get your, your, your 
energy type, if you go to the link and you like figure out what you are and you come up as a reflector, send me a DM and I will put you through to Allie because (laughs) this would be so fascinating to have a conversation, to learn more and to do a deeper reading um, if you are a reflector. Um, But regardless of what your energy type is, I love how you brought them all together and how we can cohesively, you know, live together as different energy types and how important it is that we all kind of mesh and live our true purpose, be in alignment, know our energy and, and, and be okay with that and shine in the way that we're supposed to, so that we can really work together as you know, so many of us, like, you know, the juggle is real. The juggle is real. We've got so much going on. We've got, you know, multiple things on our plate at once. We are juggling our family and our friends and work and colleagues and everything else. And, and this, this all sounds so fascinating and learning more and exploring more is so beautiful. But one thing that we're often butting up against me included is trying to create space. Like how, you know, Mm -hmm. I would love to just delve in and spend hours on end, like learning more about everyone and myself and everything else. It's not often a reality, but I want to know how I can better manage my personal life Um, my professional life, how I can be, you know, a more present parent, things like Mm -hmm. this, I think can really, really help. So maybe from your perspective in, in your expertise, can you share how understanding more, how taking that time to, to learn more about our energy type and and our human design profile, how can it really help us in finding better alignment in, in achieving that better balanced state that we are really, really hoping to, to get to. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the um, inventor and creator of human design said that, you know, there's so much to human design and there's so much that encompasses who you are. But if you can learn how to master your energy type, that is the, the fundamental of it all. Because if you can learn to do that and you can learn to live in alignment with your energy type, you will flow so much more easily in life because you're allowing the energy to flow through your energy centers. You're following what you're supposed to be doing with your alignment. You're seeing the cues of your not self or your signature to use those three things alone is such a a beautiful map to yourself to be aware of, of how you're feeling. And I think if we all took time to just understand our, our main energy type at the beginning and put that into practice into our life, if then you're feeling like, I really want to know more about myself, because that's how I started. It was like, okay, what's my energy type? what do I need to do? And just that alone was so incredibly helpful for me to be like, okay, like, cause sometimes I would feel that way, you know, like, oh, should I be asking for this? Should I be doing this or reading this? But it didn't always feel like I should, but then I, it was like this guilt would come in. And then that's, when I learned about like the people pleasing and the conditioning of a, of a manifester and understanding my not self and my signatures. So I think it can really be such a useful tool for people to understand what their energy is, see if you resonate with it and why not put it into practice? Why not try and see how it affects your life? If you feel like things are flowing easily, because it has definitely allowed me to reduce stress in my life for sure. Um, even things like, so when you get into human design, you have your strategy, your not self, your signature, and to give a little bit of a breakdown, because I think this would be helpful for people is you also learn your authority, which is how you make decisions which has been incredibly helpful for me understanding how I make decisions and also 
um, you learn your definition, which is how you process information and how many voices you have in your head. So you can have, you know, a single definition to a quadruple. So that can be having like one to four voices, distinct voices in your head that you're trying to manage. So it can really help people understand and like, you know, it does feel like me. I feel like sometimes I'm battling between two voices. Well, you might have a split definition and that means that you're battling these two energies or have to find your balance with them. Um, your authority, understanding your decision-making process, um, mo- kind of, I, I think it's mostly like half and half of being an emotional authority or otherwise. So if we have an emotional authority, it teaches us that we have to make our decisions based on how we feel. So not only do you learn your energy type of how you can flow and what your strategy can be to help you flow easier in your life, but you can also, it can help you know your cues of when you're out of alignment, your cue when you are in alignment, how to help you make decisions, which I think a lot of juggling, a lot of our juggling is decision-making and our time management and how we deal with situations. So if we know how our decision-making process works and how we best make decisions, it's a really helpful tool. Um, We also learn in human design our profile, which if you do your um, design, that's probably like the next biggest thing people will see is a, a profile of two numbers. So what that is, is kind of relates to your astrological signs of your, your sun and earth. Um, and in human design, it's the belief that you have a personality side and a design side and balancing those sides, which is basically how you see yourself and how the world sees you. And understanding my profile has been so helpful as well. And it's been so cool learning other people's profiles and sharing that with them because that really helps you identify with, well, this is how I see myself, but this is how the world might see me. And how can I find that balance? So I think that's a really incredible tool. Um, And then it also talks to you about your um, incarnation cross. And this is more of an in-depth thing that would happen in a human design reading, which I'm absolutely loving doing um, to be able to talk to someone and see what resonates with them and tell them about themselves is, is a really cool experience. But our incarnation cross is basically our life purpose. And it also tells you environments and your digestion. So not only does it tell you, you know, maybe best ways to eat for your design type, but also the environments that you are, you flourish in. So a whole human design reading can tell you your energy type, your strategy, how you make decisions, how you process information, um, your life purpose, and what environments to be in to align that all and ways to feel yourself to feel your best. So it really is this really incredible tool to get a full analysis of yourself and say, what do I relate to? What can I put into practice in my life and see if it does make things easier for you? Because definitely knowing my profile has been helpful. Nick and I have the same profile, which is that things can be chaotic for us, um, but we're always given the solution. And I think that's been really helpful because transitioning into trailer life, we have had you know, issues arise, problems happen. It's a big learning curve, but it's really allowed me to not get so stressed out or not be so scared when something happens to say, okay, this is a part of my human design. It's like, this is going to happen in my life, but I know that I can find this solution. I will be given this solution and I don't have to get into a frantic state about it. I can stay calm and and figure this out. So I think it really is an incredible tool for a lot of people to be able to discover and spend time discovering more about themselves to help them live a less stress-free, a more stress-free life. Absolutely. And I, and I, I love, I just, it's too fascinating for me. Like sometimes it's just blowing my mind too much. 
but we're often, you know, hoping to get this guide, you know, and, or can someone just give me the answers? And I know for me in my life, I've often, you know, just like gone out and surveyed, like, what should I do in this situation? Should I do this or this? And, and making decisions has, you know, been a source of stress for me. Mm -hmm. And I know this, you know, is, is common with many people. Um, and so in that, you know, or, you know, a pros and cons list, you know, should I, should I do this? What are the pros and what are the cons? Well, for someone who has that sacral authority, I mean, I don't need to be asking everyone I know what, what decision I should make. I don't, I shouldn't be writing the pros and cons list. I should really be tapping in and listening and seeing how I feel about that situation. And do I have that, that, that gut, gut feeling that's telling me whether it's a yes or no. And so the more that we can really learn about ourselves, I think the more we are just reducing stress, reducing conflict, Absolutely. increasing understanding and, and really allowing ourselves to be in flow. Just like you Absolutely. said, just like and you I said, like that it's you so said, great. I love that you said reducing conflict because I think that's a really good point is I think that's another really beautiful aspect of human design is understanding that if you are in a situation with someone or receiving energy you weren't expecting, or, you know, you're in a confrontation with someone, it also allows us to be able to step back and say, wait a minute, because naturally I feel like as people, we harness it all. What did I do? What have I done to make this person upset? Even if we're not in that situation and maybe, you know, you get a message that someone says, I need to talk. And you're like, instantly we go into like, what have I done wrong? What do they need to talk about? But knowing these things really allows us to step back and say, no, like this person might have something that they're working through and their decision-making, their energy type, are they in alignment? And it really allows, I think, us to all come from more calm places and understand one another a lot better. Which Absolutely. I and come from is... a place of like compassion instead mm-hmm. of, you know, judgment perhaps. And, and thanks to things like this, I mean, we're all learning every day and this is a very real world. I mean, not everyone is going to have this awareness. And so the more we can talk about it, the more that we can um, help one another and see each other you know, in these different ways, in these different lights, I feel yes. like the more we are going to move into this next karmic cycle be in better alignment just all together. So I truly appreciate this conversation. I feel like we only skimmed the surface because we can just go so, so deep. There's so many different aspects to human design. It's such an interesting, interesting school of theory. Um, You can certainly get more books on the subject, um, but you can also get a human design reading. So for our listeners who want to really just delve in more, um, have a professional do this. Tell us where can we find you? How can we connect with you? Yeah. So you can find me at Ali and Nicholas on Instagram and our website is alianicholas.com. All my contact information on, is on there. And I'd absolutely love to do a reading and a full reading. It really is a cool experience to have someone share information more about yourself and, uh, and understand what resonates and, you know, help us be better for one another, like you said, and be able to advise people based on what they need. So that's where you can find me. And I am really excited to do some readings. Absolutely. And one last thing I want to mention, um, 
that is that you and and Nick are holding a super cool event coming up on September 18th. I will be there, got my ticket ready to go. It is called Practicing Love. Can you just share a little bit more about what this event is going to be about? Yeah, so we are planning an event on Sunday, September 18th. It's from 1 till 5. The last half hour from 5 to 5.30 is a chance to uh, connect with some of our collaborators. So we have a full day event that's planned, um, an hour breathwork class. It's going to be led by Nick, followed by a cacao ceremony that's going to be led by me alongside one of our very good friends and a beautiful gemstone healer, Janine of Mindfully Created, whose bracelets I'm wearing right now. She's going to lead an hour workshop of crystal healing, journaling, setting intentions, which is then going to flow us into a restorative yin yoga class that's going to be accompanied by Reiki, which I will be leading and performing. The day is going to have aromatherapy by Sage Wellness. Sage Natural Wellness Etobicoke is going to be there with an incredible exclusive bundle that's only going to be available at the event for a special price. The whole evening is about grounding and restoring. And uh, Janine will also be selling some beautiful gemstone jewelry afterwards as well. It's just going to be a really beautiful day of grounding and healing. We have some amazing giveaways. We have a beautiful eco-conscious yoga mat that's being a, a part of our giveaway from an amazing company called Scorio World Yoga, a gorgeous mat that they are a part of doing a giveaway for us. We are also doing a giveaway, Nick and I, of a breathwork, Reiki, and human design reading giveaway that's going to be available at the event, as well as intentional candles by Homebound Tarot, which I'm so happy that you introduced me to. So we have some amazing giveaway prizes. Anyone who buys a ticket and comes to the event will be entered into the giveaway. So we're, we're really looking forward to seeing everyone come out and just have a night of connection. Yes, I can't wait. I um, I'm looking forward to it. Got my ticket ready to go. Ali, thanks so much for taking time once again to share in this two part series living in alignment. I truly appreciate I'm so grateful for all that you've taught me. And now all that you're sharing with our listeners. So my gratitude goes out to you. Thank you for this time. Thank you so much for having me talk about this. And I'm, I'm just so grateful to be able to be a part of your journey on this podcast and, and share some information that hopefully resonates with a lot of your listeners to help them in their everyday lives. Oh, it absolutely does. I think, I think. And if you are a reflector, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> let <out>. us know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ali. Thank you. Well, if your mind is blown, you're not alone. Human design is such a cool topic and something that has really, really helped me gain incredible insights in my life. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know that uh, Ali had so much to share. And and truly, when I say that she's only skimming the surface, it is, you know, it is completely true. I hope that you can tap in and focus a little bit more on this exciting topic. The show notes have all of the information uh, for getting in touch with Ali, as well as getting your own human design profile for free. So please feel free to go ahead and do that. If you enjoyed this episode, if you got value from this episode, can you just take one quick minute and, and rate it, write a short review, help us to reach others with your kindness and, and your generosity in sharing those, those brief moments and insights with, with other people who can get value as well. 
I am so grateful for you. So grateful that you took the time to spend with, with Ali and I and learning more in how you can live in better alignment within this two-part series. I send all of my love to you. Take good care.